Hey everybody, this is Daryl with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Now, some features are not available in all states, but that's okay. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off of their MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday true car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save your time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! The, the judge is not going to last. <laughs> oh, no. What? Are we here? Okay, yeah, we're, we're here. here. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, after buzzers, and welcome to another fine episode of Showtime's original series, Homeland, season four, episode five, about a boy. I think they should have titled it The Morning After. Yes. Agreed. And or sex fest. Yes. Something. There was a lot of stuff sex going on. USA. No, sex fest Pakistan. <laughs> Pakistan, 2014. Yeah. Sex fest 2014. It's like you can hear that, like, advertising the radio mm. over there in another language. <laughs> anyway, I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me today is... Uh, this is Nando Velasquez. Hey guys, I'm Lexi Hammersfar. Hey guys, I'm Daniel Jacob Hoyt. Jacob. Lexi calls me Danny. Danny boy. Nando, what do you call me? I call you Mr. Hoyt. Daddy's and I have never actually I been on a show Danny's. together. This is the first time. It oh, is. Daddy. So you guys are in for a double whammy. <laughs> are we talking about Sex Fest 2014 again? Wait a minute. This is Wait it. Wait a second. Let's Wait talk about the We're show. We're off the rails already. <laughs> okay, We're so we have been seeing some things in the Twitter sphere like about... The creepy what? moments between the Twitter sphere, like the creepy moments between Carrie and yeah. Oh yeah, it was the New York Times blog. I was telling them before the show started. Oh, yes, yeah, that um, the New York Times blog recap for this episode was: Is Carrie so too creepy, or what did we think about that? Something about has Carrie gone off the rails? Yeah, yeah. Well, it it started off a little creepy because you see Ion just staring at her in bed. Not even staring. Like, he did a creepy pull, yeah. up, pull up and peek. <laughs> right. Well, it was, like, kind of weird because the shot that they got was, like, almost like a voyeur type of shot when yeah. it was, like, through the door crack. Yeah. And then you yeah. just see him just, like, looking Creeply at her. staring. Yeah. Right. And then yeah, they get the weird. close-up, and he's, like, oh, taking a, a peek. peek. Oh, Maybe he was just checking out her cesarean scar. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> it turned out medical angle, yeah. Turned out he was, actually. Yeah, That's man, what he was doing. Maybe that's what it was, too. I didn't, you know, we Attention didn't figure that. Attention to detail. Interesting. Because <laughs> that's, the, that's the kind of guy that ladies like, huh, yeah, Lexi? Like. <laughs> Attention <laughs> to detail. <laughs> so, yeah. So she's like, she wants to go and get some croissants or danishes, get breakfast, 
or whatever, right? He offers like a gentleman. I'll give him that. Right. No, let me go. Right. No, you can't. You'll so, die. So he takes off. She takes off. And what she met uh, Saul in between that time, right? That mm-hmm. she went to mm-hmm. go. Um, what actually happened when she met with Saul? They talked about uh, he wanted the update. And I felt like he knew, by the way, when they were talking in the backseat of that car. Yes. I felt like he looked at her when he said, three days, that's a tall order to build trust. Yeah. How's it going? And mm. she kind of deflected. She answered, but she was skittish with her eyes. She right. wasn't giving a direct eye. I felt like Saul kind of knew, but didn't want to admit it and didn't want to bring it up because he didn't want to know. And she answered, she said some line, I wish I'd written it down, but it was about, it could have been taken as she just slept with him in bed, right. but she didn't mean it that way. Right. Yeah. But I think with the subtitles, I like noticed it a little bit Can more. I say, <laughs> right. That's when he responded and said, build trust in three days. Yeah. That's a tall order. Right. Can I say how to, out of every episode so far, this is the one that you just can't help but talk back and just scream like, oh, yeah. You know, like every time he said, had a line, like three days, that's a that's a tall order. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's a really tall order. You know, like <laughs> I just couldn't help but just like answer back and everything. I'm like, oh, yeah. All sex fest, double, Pakistan. Sex fest, Pakistan. Everything's an innuendo. <laughs> Everything's an innuendo. Yes. We're talking back at the screen. I felt really like, wow. <laughs> if you guys Very are not mature. watching this show with subtitles, we strongly suggest that you watch the show <laughs> sometimes. It so much better. I think that it will actually bring everything full circle for you and change a lot of the mm. context of things that are going on. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so she goes back, and then the, I think it might be weird. You know, she goes back to the safe house, you know, where Ion is, and he's packing up all his stuff because he's getting ready to bounce. So she has to convince this guy to stay. I, I don't know. I guess he's really freaked out because he did what he did. It's against his faith. And he's really feeling like, oh, he must, I mean, he must really feel like I'm in the house of sin right now. <laughs> yeah. Type of deal. Like yeah. going yeah. through like his psyche. I really don't even think it had to do with the story. I think if she would have just let him alone, he probably would have not had that reaction, but then it might have been harder for her to get the information that she needed out of him as well. She's just using well, what, obviously she's just what using her mama gave her to get what she needs. I think also he might have been freaking out because, at least from my point of view, if you're going to go have breakfast, in the morning, then that's more like relationshipy than just you know. See, I going think, for it. I think you're thinking from a, a American guy perspective. But I, well, no, I am, but well, but maybe even from him, like, oh, I'm I'm eating a meal with this girl the morning after. She must want a relationship, and then he's freaking out. Hmm. hmm. Okay, that's interesting. See, that's why we have a lady on the panel so we can get the other side. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. That's <laughs> a really awkward high five. <laughs> okay, so in order to keep this guy um, there, obviously she she wants to please him, basically, and appease him. However, like mm-hmm. of course, it's like we don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just stay, but there's no way you can leave now. Now she spooked him with the whole CIA's after you too, not just the ISI. Right, she spooked yeah. him with both. He said, "Not the ISI now, j- now the CIA also." Right. Which was a good play on her part. She needed to spook him. He needed. He didn't really, I think, grasp fully the like the context of how dangerous it is for him. Right. Until she said, "You will be grabbed up and disappeared." Do you understand? And he's yeah. like, "Oh yes, now I do." Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got it. Grabbed All up. right, I'll die. Grabbed up. Grabbed, grabbed up. up and disappeared. disappeared. That's what she said. I don't know. That's some ebonics or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it's just really weird that she even said that. Like. That, the way she said it but he actually he got the point he, he you know he actually expressed himself in a way that made her understand that they can't really finagle anymore 
but yeah, we but saw that, that wasn't the case. Yeah, that clearly that didn't last five right. minutes later. It's uh, like in the middle of prayers. He's like, can I touch you again? Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. And yeah. which was the thing, right? Well, this kind of speaks to what you were saying. Is he's he knows he's in the house of sin, so he's like, oh, I'm just gonna keep on with this. Digging path. that hole deeper. It's in the middle of prayer time, and she's like, well, don't you want to pray? And he's like, I'd rather touch you, basically, yeah. and pray. He just changed his hierarchy of. And then priorities. she's like, yeah. after. So I was like, you're gonna go and pray and like perform something that's really like a devout ritual in your. Faith, and then you're right after you're gonna just fornicate and sin with me again and it's like all oh, good it's okay go ahead. but you know um yeah. whatever you want you know like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like funny we see him uh you know he's talking about what he wasn't that good at it it was his first time and he didn't you know he was nervous and you know when he's having sex with him we see that one scene we see her crying so you know i know yes. you you had thoughts on that well Lexi. so from a girl's point of view I mean, I think that sometimes it's scary if you're, you know, if you break up with someone and then you start hanging out with someone else and it feels right and mm. you're happy, but at the same time, it's scary. Mm. And so, and especially with what happened with Carrie and Brody, he, he died, you know, what he, she has a kid with him. So I can, I could see how her maybe being happy for the first time by sleeping with Ion would be scary enough and emotional enough to bring back all those emotions because she's like she feels guilty and she's like I shouldn't be happy right now I should still be sad yeah I agree about the guilt but based on what we just said what what was the conversation just now about you know Ion sinning in the house of sin continuing it you know if you really compare this relationship to a relationship with Brody it's very similar in the sense that, you know, she even said in the story that she gave Ayan about the journalist who died in action and she sent him on a very dangerous mission. You know, Brody was always struggling with trying to, you know, find peace and Carrie, Carrie was responsible for getting him back in, you know, in, in the whole mess last season. You know, she was, I mean, she had to do it for work. She was, she, it wasn't just her, but she was his, she was the person he trusted. And in that sense, Ayan is kind of following a similar path. Right. But so. I, I think that the one key is that you see her enjoying herself and then you see the realization in her eye and she starts to panic and cry. And yeah. I think, it, I think that's the moment where she's like, Oh my gosh, like I'm happy right now. This isn't okay. What's going on? I don't mm. know if I read it as that. I don't think yeah. I read it. I think it's a girl. I read well, it more as she had this look on her face of I shouldn't be doing this and I know I shouldn't be doing right. this. I'm sending this kid to his doom. I have I'm... three days and I'm trying to get this done, so I'm going to do this. Yeah, I don't think it was enjoyment. I think it was trying to get the job done. She felt guilty in the moment and had this look yeah. on her face of holy, sh- basically, holyish. And then had to play it off when he was like, "Am I hurting you?" And she's like, "No, I'm just really happy." And that was the lie. It's your second time having sex and you're asking, am I hurting you? Am I hurting you? (laughs) Anyway, let me tell you what's scary. Being a guy having sex with a girl, next thing you know, she just starts crying. That's scary. Okay? Because now you're like, what? Never mind the fact that you're part of a... What is going on right now? Never mind the fact that you're part of a conspiracy in the process, but yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You sound like you speak from experience. Oh, yeah. It happens (laughs) all the time. I I really just think Carrie, you know, Carrie is obviously a very complex character. It's getting hot in here. And all the emotion that's going on with her. Literally, the studio is actually really hot. It is. is. But she she has a lot going on, as she always has. And there's, I think there's something to what Lexi's saying and something to what Danny's saying. You know, there's, I think there's both sides going on for her. I'm not sure so much on the happy side, but there's a part of her that normally would want to enjoy the intimacy. Right. And it's kind of like she can't because she's working. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, I don't know, inferences based on 
the in- intimacy that they're they're having. Yeah. Go ahead, what are you gonna say? Well, maybe maybe not so much like she's happy again, but like she's enjoying what's going right. on. Right. And the last person she enjoyed was Brody. Right. Hmm. So. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that one. <laughs> or the Thanks. redhead from the store that looked like Brody. <laughs> what? The redhead from the store that looked like Brody. Remember him from uh-huh. last season. From last season. Uh-huh. There was like a, it was a really quick scene. We we. Lori mm-hmm. made a big deal out of that one. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Quinn and Farrah are on the stakeout. They've got a location, and Farrah's actually proving up to be a pretty darn good spy yeah. herself. Mm-hmm. And Quinn validates and, her, which is a huge praise coming yeah. from yeah. Quinn. Right. And I don't know if I see some little sparks flying, maybe potentially with them two. Maybe, possibly. No, no. I saw it when Quinn goes and knocks on the door in the morning, and then pulls Carrie outside, and she's like, "Have you heard a protocol?" And he's like, "Have you heard of your phone?" Yeah, I saw jealousy in Quinn's eyes. Well, there. That's all, so much jealousy. Yeah, yeah but then so what happens much, when so somebody gets jealous? Tension. There's no oh, way. somewhere else. Exactly. No. <laughs> he's spending a lot of time with Farrah too. I think oh, I'll save it for predictions. Save it for predictions. So, you know, I don't know. Who knows? We'll I think see. I think you're off on that prediction. Farah's, you know, unlike Ayan, I think Farah is very faithful to her, her religion and uh, her morals, and I don't think she. No, I think she'd get down. She's on a long enough stakeout. <laughs> you think so? Get, I agree. Yeah. I think she would. She's on a really? long enough yeah, stakeout. I don't think her morals like, are as. This is television. Well, I just think she's too hot not to get down, right? I, Yes. They wouldn't have put her uh, in that position. I think Quinn. I think Quinn's just going to stick with Carrie, even though it's frustrating as all hell right now. Hey, that doesn't mean that's not where his heart is. But hey. Men have needs. <laughs> Especially okay. on a stakeout. Hey, Especially listen. Especially on a stakeout. No pun intended. Remember how Quinn was talking about you're learning from the best and talking about learning how to manipulate and to exploit people's weaknesses? Yes. Yeah. And saying basically she's watching and learning from Carrie. Yes. Well, she's watching and learning from Carrie. What's Carrie doing right now? Mm-hmm. So Fair might have to do some of the same later in the season. And he's she attracted might- to Fair. I mean, he's attracted to Carrie, so she's picking up some of the actual Even Quinn of- or yeah. the enemy or but someone she, right. because she she can get into places that he can't because he's white, like Quinn said. Right. right. So she might have to Well, you know, that's a good point. That, that, exactly. Yeah. But not Quinn. They're on the same side. I don't that's think she's I don't think it'll be Quinn. Yeah. Well, but somebody else. We'll say for predictions. Yeah. He resents Carrie a lot. It's so funny how yeah. there was so much. I don't know. He was saying by saying what he's learned, what she's learning from Carrie or whatnot. Yeah. I don't think, you know, Fair didn't even pick up on it. She was it was like, he was talking about himself. He was talking like about Carrie. he's manipulated and exploited right, exactly, by Carrie. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Because he's experienced it firsthand. Right. Yeah. You know, dealing with her. She spots the cleric up on the balcony. Good eyes again. Um, good eyes. It's a two for two for her. Well, she spotted him. It was like she was like hyperventilating or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> there he is. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> second part. That's him. <laughs> I'm like, oh wow. Okay. Well, it still yeah. shows her inexperience. I mean, she I want to know nervous. how long they're sitting there before, like, could With it was it three hours? Was? And Quinn has. A, I mean, he's just like as soon as she said it. He has that wide lens on though. Still though. So three hours of sitting there just waiting to like do this. Yeah, what that's what makes him a professional, right? What if you're an itch? What if you know? What if you got Burger King and you want to eat it? Like you can't. You're just like this, ready to go. <laughs> Yo, if you guys want to call, maybe in. he's just shooting. The, maybe he's just doing this all the time and he just got lucky and he's got the cleric a little bit. Right? He just got lucky. He's like, oh, it's okay. Come on, I'm gonna get it. He's talking. <laughs> Keep talking. Um, Quinn, you, got- you took seven thousand pictures. I know, but I got him, didn't I? Right. Right. It's digital. Right. It's digital. You can just, just look for the one with people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, just look for the one with people. <laughs> For the one with people. Okay. Swipe right, swipe right. If you guys want to call in, <laughs> it's Tinder all of a sudden. <laughs> if you guys want to call in 
and Find join this fun fest. Uh, you guys Sex can fest. give us a call, 424-253-0504, 424-253-0504. You guys are crazy. Okay. So they find the cleric. They see him. And now Quinn actually calls Carrie. Yeah. And he's not getting a call. I wonder why. We know why. So, you know, he's PO'd and you can't you can't say you blame him. Uh they have to follow the cleric now because he's on the move. And the whole time we are watching Saul at the airport following Farhad Ghazi. Yeah. And then and then Farhad goes into the bathroom. Hey, well hold on, I wanna back up oh, and ask yeah. you guys a question. Do you think now that we know that Farhad played Saul, was it happenstance or was it designed from the beginning? Was it happenstance? That's what I was thinking. I was wondering, was it designed the whole time to set him up? Or did they figure it out while, and then he made a phone call like, okay, this guy's here. He's watching me. And let's let's grab him. Here's, let me tell you why. So we can go do what we have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's why I think it was. So it could be either or. I think it was designed. Here's why I think it was designed from the beginning. Do you Mm -hmm. remember after uh, they went into the room where the lady said Saul was at the airport, or Saul was at the hotel meeting with Carrie. He was supposed to leave two days ago. He stayed two extra days, met with Carrie Madison. They knew what he was doing. Yeah, that's true. They had eyes on him, which makes me think this was planned from the beginning. They wanted him to see Farhad, make a phone call. They probably had his phone tapped. They even had, when the guy was at the bar, uh, what's his name? The ambassador's husband. Dennis. Dennis. Dennis, thank you. Dennis, Dennis the and, Menace. Dennis the Menace and Mike are at the bar. Yeah. Not, not Mike, John Redmond. Or John. Redmond. Why did I say Mike? Because I said that. I thought his name was oh, Mike. Yeah, okay. But it's, it is Redmond. Dennis and Redmond are at the bar, uh-huh. and he's just about to talk about the cloud, and all of a sudden, who shows up? So I think they have eyes and ears in a lot more places than we realize. Oh, I'm yet. sure. Well, yeah, they're, sure. they got home court advantage. I mean, think yeah, about it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Or they're playing on their turf, and you know that they're, I don't know, like, it was really it's something that you mentioned, Lexi, about uh, there's, like, maybe two so, so two components of the ISI. Yeah, talk yeah. about that. My yeah. dad, basically, he works with the military a lot, but he was basically saying that there's two different sides of the ISI, the good side and the bad side, and you never know which side you're working with. You never know who's playing for what team. And mm. so... What I was saying was I think that the general or whoever that guy was that the girl was talking to in ISI. Yeah, yeah the guy that saw that he met, with. Yeah, that saw that with. I think he might be on the good side and then the girl is obviously on the bad side. Mm. But you don't think they're working together? But they meet together. It, it the did top. seem like they were working together, though. When they're, they're at headquarters. Like, well, I yeah. think what you're trying to say, it sounds to me like you're saying some of the ISI are corrupt. And they, right, they, yeah. they're more on the Taliban side. They all work in the same they organization, are. but some people like are on the take so or Farhad something. That's right. what I'm assuming. Because yeah. they've said Farhad is an out an outside one. He's a thug. He, they they so. outsource him. He's, he's yeah, thug. he's like a local that they hire. But yeah, apparently so he's hired by, by that ISI agent, the female. Yeah, he's not like an official agent or anything. No, he's like not. No. Right. He's outsourced. He's okay. a thug right. that's outsourced for certain projects. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think the whole thing was planned. I mean, apparently she, we saw that scene where she was talking about Saul leaving for, uh, leaving Islamabad, you know, two days after he was supposed to. And so it was her, it was her design to get him to stay. Here are more reasons why I think that it was designed. First of all, I think Farhad had TSA pre-check because whatever line he went through went 10 times as fast as what line Saul was in. Saul had to like pay a guy to get through as fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Farhad just slipped right through. Mm-hmm. B, he went up to the front of the line twice and never got on an airplane with a ticket that, we never, you know what I mean. We never saw him actually go onto a plane. So I think the whole thing was designed. He kept pulling out a ticket. I just kept feeling like watching this whole scene before we saw the reveal in the bathroom. And you, you know, you even guessed it. You know, I'm just like he's looking over his shoulder so damn much. And Saul is the only white guy in this airport, just yeah. kind of staring at him the yeah. whole time. It's like I would think that you know it would be pretty easy for him to, to recognize that him. Small orange juice didn't do much to distract. Yeah. Him. yeah. yeah. 
But that's one of the reasons that I think it's designed also is because when Farhad kept looking over his shoulder like someone was following him and he was worried about someone, so then when he went into the bathroom and those guys trailed in after him and then came back out, that was enough to convince Saul yeah. that something happened. Absolutely. Yeah, it was obviously. I thought he was just going to get beat up in the bathroom. We all you, wanted, got you wanted him to. You wanted him to. I mean, Daddy's was in there like, Saul's never been beat up. Saul's beat him up. Never, like, do something. <laughs> beat him up. Give him a couple of, yeah. You know, give him a couple of licks. They're going to tie him up. They're going to stick him with a needle. Like, you know. Well, they stuck Saul's, him with a needle. They stuck him with a needle. I know, but I mean, they saw, like, give him a couple. He's a tough guy. They stuck him in a needle. They put him in a trunk. And then we end up bound seeing, and gagged him. took off his glasses, took off his glasses, bound and gagged him, and then we see. I barely recognize him in that trunk, right? Yeah, well, you can barely like, recognize him. It's because of the glasses. Is it because I'm of the glasses? You, his glasses are one of a kind. But his beard is so distinct. What if they would have shaved off his? Yeah, beard? Yeah, but out, but out there, there's a lot of people with beards, so it still would be a little. I mean, other than the skin color, not I white think. guys, but a white guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Other than the skin color, I guess mm. it's a beard of wisdom. That was so shady. There's a lot of wisdom in his beard. Well, yeah, let's talk about that because that's where that's where. Saul, no, no, well, I meant about what Lexi was saying. <laughs> yes, let's talk about his wisdom beard. What do we how, think is in there? Uh, how, yeah, what's in that beard of his? Uh, that magical beard. No, this is where Saul's storyline and Farah's and uh, Quinn's storyline come into play. Because yeah. as Quinn and Farah are following the cleric, because Carrie's not putting a drone on them. Because she's having sex. Because she's busy. Right. Yeah, child. which I want to get into she's in a second. She's doodling the child. Yeah. <laughs> she's a station chief, and she is out of communication for so damn long for this that's crazy in itself but you, you see Saul's calling for assistance she's not helping him Quinn's calling for assistance she's not helping him they end up following the cleric so they're going I guess into Taliban occupied part of Islamabad or the, or the outskirts right. no go area yeah no, no go area which is Taliban controlled and I guess the military there are more Taliban oriented so they're doing a check on the cleric's car he just looks at a guy in the trunk and he's like oh I says this is I get okay. it. same story different it, day. It's they were okay. this close to having a tracker on Saul. Yeah, that's but true. So obviously, close. but obviously those guys are and Farrah doesn't know that, that, of, that Saul's in there. Part of, they're, right. on the, they're on the take. They're and on she the was payroll. this close to seeing him in the trunk. Yeah, she was. But she that got any guy sh- shined his flashlight. Yeah, I think it was an iPhone flashlight. Is what it looked like to me. <laughs> Because everyone has iPhones in Pakistan. But that's pretty creepy. It's like you think you like holy crap, it's Saul, and and the officials like. Okay, free to go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Don't, I'm it's curious. It's not weird. They're on the tape. They're but on it's, the payroll. But it's scary because yeah. at first when when um, when um Saul was taken by the ISI agent, well, by Farad working with the ISI agent, I just figured he'd be going back to ISI headquarters or being detained. But now it looks like they're sending him over to Haqqani. Well, here's something. what here's what I didn't understand also. At this checkpoint, they're up in the mountains, whatever, a couple miles up in. Yeah. They're four cars back from the car that's being checked, which, oh. is, which is the guy's car that Saul's in the trunk. Right. The cleric. The cleric. How did they not, A, notice that a white guy was driving because they didn't have tinted windows on the car they were driving, Quinn and, and Farah? Mm-hmm. B, how did they also not notice when they back up out of line yeah. super awkwardly and turn around and go the other direction? How well, is no it the, one I mean, walk? I thought about that, too. I mean, I, I think too. it's probably more about them checking whoever's going to cross over into that territory as opposed to... Maybe they only have jurisdiction for that territory. you think territory. about trying to go onto a military base in the United States, if a car four or five cars back turned up and, like, beelined it out, they'd be after them in a heartbeat. That I, That's just weird. Do you think so? I think so. Crossing into Mexico? I feel like it's kind of the same thing because you're crossing into Taliban territory versus... It's kind of like crossing a border, sort of. Going yeah, to Mexico I mean, is, is like, like going into Taliban. No, that is not what I meant. That is definitely not what I meant. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just messing. Shit. So you're saying if you're going into Mexico and you're four cars back and you did a little U-turn, yes. they would follow you. If you've been doodling a child... 
Oh, brother. Oh, he's kidding. I'm just... That's what he said earlier. Wrong he person. Said a child. Oh, okay. If you're yeah. going through border control, they would, yeah, check, they would freak out. I mean, I if you see it, was, it, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't look like it's as structured as other certain governments. Maybe they have... Well, their, they, you know, they have a... Yeah. A method to what they do, but obviously, I don't think. It, I mean, they're on some dirt road on a hill somewhere. It was like. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to assume that that Quinn took them as far as they could be f- without going so close that he would have to be detained. That he would yeah. be, uh, have to be detained no matter what. So I'm willing to believe that he thought he was at the borderline where he can actually turn around without without being detained. If yeah, he got Quinn's any closer, they would have stopped him. Quinn's pretty smart. That was yeah. some ex- impressive backing up skills. Yeah, it was. the way he weaved around that car. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God. God! What happened? You guys figured out about Quinn? Quinn is the master of. <laughs> All technical of all. skills everything. of everything that has to do with motor skills. He's like, he's like the Jason Bourne. He's like the Jason Bourne. He's at the same time. Exactly. He's like the Jason Bourne. This guy can do it all. You see him kick butt and he can snipe somebody blindfolded with a sand type behind his back. That's just the kind of guy that Quinn is. Yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about Professor Boyd and his sloppy self. Yo. This guy. This guy. This guy. This guy's a mess. Okay, so he obviously has no backbone, and he's going to the station chief's place and explaining that I'm just dropping off a gift from the ambassador. Oh. <laughs> See, and you even said it. That is goes, like, TMI, bro. Right. It's total TMI. Do that. It, it, dude, anytime someone starts over-explaining, yeah. that's he when you start stuff is fishy. Much, yeah. It's like, really? She's like, okay. like, Why are you telling me all that? <laughs> like, really weird. But I thought it was just really funny. I thought the key almost didn't work. And then when you, I think Nando mentioned that, was it the key? Well, that was the key that... The, yeah. the, the place thought, Sandy went to. Remember yeah. Sandy went to and the locks was changed? Well, that was, right, that that's place. what I thought it was for. That was yeah. the key, and I can't remember the name of the ISI agent right now, so we didn't, didn't have a chance to look it up, but that was the key that the ISI agent showed Boyd at the end of last week's episode. The said, girl. This is the beginning. Tasneen? Yeah, Taz, that's it, Tasneen. Tasneen. And uh, she said this is the beginning of... The friendship. Right? Yeah, the beginning of the friendship, right. or it was the beginning of something. And we thought it was the same, because it kind of looked like the same key that Sandy used in... in Episode one yep. that he was locked out of. Yeah, so that's it's a standard key for the region. I guess it's standard key for the region. But <laughs> so same locksmith for everyone. <laughs> that was the only time we saw a close-up of a key before. So we just assumed that that had something yeah. to do with it, and it probably, at least in some kind of foreshadowing, might have had something to do with it. So his mission was to get inside of her apartment and take pictures of her pills. Is this a blackmail situation? I think, like weakness. I think he's just trying to find anything that they can use as leverage over the baby. Her. Right. So he took Madison. pictures of her and the baby, took pictures of her medication. What business card was it that was in the bowl? Was it his? Whose business card was it? Uh, they didn't show a no, close-up of his. that. I didn't I don't think they showed a close-up of that. No, it was a close-up. I didn't, you know, Did honestly, that? I didn't really think. It was enough that I thought it was a little bit of a clue, because they held mm. on it for a second. I just didn't see what it was. I think it was... Well, well he, he looked at it, and then he put it down, and then he grabbed a picture, and then he took a picture out, and then he took a picture mm-hmm. of the pic- He took a picture of the picture. <laughs> <laughs> With his iPhone, I think he was trying to exploit any weakness he can. That's okay. that's what that's what um, this guy is not yeah. a spy. He can't. He's an author who can't even write his own book. He's a plagiarist. Remember, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's not very creative. He's, spy also, work he's also not slick. She yeah. called out. She's like, I have connections at GW too. I knew you didn't get I, a job. I yeah. decided to stay. He's like, Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh really? She knew he was lying say. when he told her though. Yeah. yeah. I think she, she knows she something's up with him because she did not believe him. Right. When he said he was that he just like wanted to stay because. You know, well, yeah. she wanted to believe that it was for her. I mean, any woman would as her husband. She would want to believe that but I think he's staying 20 for years her. ago, he was dazzling. 
And I'm sure she was hot too 20 years ago. He was a bright light. You feel bad for him? When she was like slamming him, she was like, yeah, 20 years ago, he was great. She wasn't slamming him. I think she was speaking fondly of him, just missing him. I don't think she was slamming him. If she was slamming him, she would have talked about why he isn't now. She was talking about it in a fond memory. Well, that line she said when, uh, after she got Redmond, which I thought was interesting too, getting Redmond to pick him up and bring him home as he's drunk. And she said, all women secretly, all men secretly think, fear that their women are crazy. And all women secretly fear that their men are losers. Yeah, that's and you what, saw him like totally. That's what woke him up. Here's yeah. my, I was going to ask you guys, why did she originally go to get Quinn to do this instead of Redmond? Remember, she went to get yeah. Quinn. I don't know. He wasn't there because mm-hmm. he said he was in the field and Redmond. Mm-hmm. Redmond she trusts. I guess. But she obviously, she, they already have a history of doing this. But Quinn just got there. No, no, no. Quinn but, was there before. But right, but he has been gone for a while. Well, and he was just there. Got back. He was there from. Episode one. Remember when Carrie right. went to Islamabad? Mm-hmm. He picked her up at the airport because he was already an agent in Islamabad, and then he did, he went back home. So what was the time span? He was home two weeks. Uh, yeah, maybe a week or two. But it sounds like this has been a problem that's been ongoing. Okay, and that's then, what I was know, He's the guy that's hands-on, deep cover type of dude. And yeah, he's not, the field yeah. agent, yeah, and Redmond's kind of Redmond stays in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Redmond's more of an intelligence guy. Okay. He can get in the field obviously sense. and do some stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you saw him there when he. Uh, when he went to the bar, yeah, and he was drinks. able to to get some to extract some information. I mean, if Tasmin didn't come in, obviously yeah. break yeah. up the yeah. the line of conversation that was going, he was going to actually drop. And even with a couple bombs. drinks down, he goes, "Yeah, she's a uh, you know in an American bar working." Yeah, doesn't happen. Yeah. He was able to read it a Muslim from an female in American yeah. bar. Yeah. Well, hotel. here's the thing: what's your read on Redmond? Because you know there was a little bit of a shiftiness about him. I almost thought he was kind of in on it with Sandy, but after seeing, yeah, but this, I think he's good. I think they played him, played us to be unsure about him, but I think he's good. I yeah, because even though guy. he was kind of a dick to carry, he also did kind of have her back that night when he was like, "You won't find him." He was talking about Farhad when yeah. she was trying to look at me. He's like, you won't find him in that file. Well, he might still be a dick to carry, but yeah, I guess he's overall, he seems to be good right now. It just depends on what where his interests might separate from carry. I think he's a hard line gray or no gray guy. He's a black and white guy, and he wasn't sure about carry. Yeah. And also, Carrie took his position. We've, uh, we've talked no, about we this. No, we know, you know that. Like, also, he's got a grudge. But you got to also remember that Carrie was, has, is in the position she's in for a reason. And obviously, Carrie yeah. is really good at what she does. And she's able to get lines of intelligence that maybe he is not able to get. So yeah. I think he like maybe fed her a nugget. Cause she could remember. With her dude. It, she, right. And then he can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he fed her a nugget to see where she goes with it. Yeah, and then remember true. he, he put some field agents to follow her. That's right. And she was slipping people. So yeah. she's just trying to find out what she might know. So to give her the Farhad Ghazi thing was something that she would find out anyway. And that. You know, it's like we'll speed it along. Well, yeah. Far high guys, now let me go see where she goes. Well, I think ultimately, she does with it. I think ultimately, yeah. within the question, that doesn't mean he's good. Because, well, I also think because he's he's a drunk, he's an admitted drunk. You know, that also makes him a little shifty. So I think are his intentions really? For Wait good? a minute. No, no, I'm just because I, he's just, an admitted drunk that makes him a little shifty, Nando. I think in the it purpose of the story, in the purpose of a story, yeah. Oh God, that was a dark liquid. and It was neat. Right. I want to go with like a well. Zaz- he comes 18, to work. No rocks, he straight. comes to work drunk, apparently, or he comes to work smelling of alcohol. So you know, that, I think for the purpose of the story, it might show that he's not all there. So what my thought is: is he really a hardliner, good guy who really cares about the government, or does he want to get? To move up to the job, is he just looking to maybe not carry out himself? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Nope. Okay. Fair enough. I don't. I just want to put that question out there because yeah. well, I think his motivation is still think? off. We want to know what you guys think, so let us know. Mm. You guys can call in or leave comments. Well, we should talk about that. The video. I think this is very interesting. I also think it's very interesting that when 
Ion decided to confide in Carrie and let her know that Hakani was still alive. That that was big, right? That mm-hmm. I'm trying. To, I'm I'm wondering whether or not he actually trusts her. He did it after this because he said, but time. she said it like, but you know, you can't tell anybody. But but Ion like it felt it almost felt like she was going to feel compelled to have to say something, and then he was like, no, you can't, no, 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 you can't, and she was like, okay. But it wasn't convincing. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, so I'm now sure. wondering. He's like, I can't trust this bitch now. <laughs> oh, I well, I think we see in next episode, she, he runs away. Yeah. Or he tries to break free of the house. Hmm. He's like running well, through the streets. Not, house, let's not talk about next week. There's some yeah, people well, who don't watch it. Yeah. Right. I mean, some people who think that's a spoiler. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So is there Sorry, anything else from the storyline you guys want to break down before we jump to news and gossip? Um, I think we got it. We got talked about Boyd. We talked about... Yeah, Boy, ambassador yeah. Saul. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think we're pretty good. Yeah, I think next we're into predictions pretty much. Well, or losing gossip. Let's okay, talk let's, about. Well, let's talk. Let's uh, let's do a shout out about iTunes, so that people can it. rate us and comment yeah. and stuff. You know, we have a new group here. We, I want to thank the people who've already posted uh, ratings. Yeah, uh, we love five stars uh, on iTunes. It was Spidey three four five Fiction Boy Spidey DC Thanks. DC Coffee Snob Coffee. Joy Ramirez Joy. <laughs> and thank you to those on YouTube from last week who posted uh, comments. As you could tell, we read and sometimes Love comment you guys back so much. Mr. Rock and Rock RVN two hundred two, Belgior, yeah, Mala, Mala, oh Malika Diva, Malika Diva. Oh, okay, Carlos Ovale, Stinkfinger, Dapapolian Paradise, and Stinkfinger, Stinkfinger. And oh, stick the finger. Lath- <laughs> no, it's. It- <laughs> oh boy! Yes, yeah, sex fan. Uh, well, thank you guys so much. Please keep rating. Please keep commenting. We'd love to see some more. And that's it. Yeah, out that's of it. control. Okay, yeah. news and gossip. We have news and gossip. TV news. Okay, news and gossip for this week. We will be back here <laughs> next week. Yeah, we will. Wow. Best, best gossip around. I, this is a first. Yeah. I don't think we've ever announced this on News and Gossip before. So this is an exclusive. Well, actually, you're not going to yeah. be here next week. That is after Buzz TV exclusive. So you guys, this is a rare occasion where you see the four of us. I'm but in two weeks, we'll all be here again. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. so let's go on to predictions because I know that's where everybody wants to go. Redmond starts banging Ambassador Boyd. Oh, God. Really? I kind of thought that. I don't know. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> I thought, it kind of Six seemed like it, though. I kind of thought she was going to kiss him when the husband was on the couch. Right. So when too. Dennis was on the couch. And I was like, oh. I feel like he's such a woman. He was on the couch. He was like, I, I couldn't hear them. I couldn't hear them. You know, it's possible. I mean, we. I guess we kind of want to see Saul with her hooking up, but Saul's not in a position to hook up with her right now. So Saul's Saul? not really in the position to do anything yeah, right now. Yeah, he's in the back of a trunk with his glasses off. <laughs> he can't see nothing. <laughs> who knows? He won't recognize who he's kissing. I love how Mandy did the like, choice he made. Like, he was in the wheelchair. <laughs> 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 Hands crossed. Like, uh, yeah. Anyway, okay, so... Uh, uh, next week, Danny, what do you have? Guys, I think something big is going to happen with Farah. I think there's going to be a big swing issue with mm-hmm. Farah. Okay. She has played this card of being this uh, with this fake London accent. She is not from Pakistan, yet she's worn the little thing and been out in public, and no one's really... She hasn't gotten to a point where she's had to sell herself as being a local too much yet. Hmm. I think something's going to happen where she's going to be put in a predicament, and I don't think it's going to go well. 
That's all I'm going to say. Well, I mean, there's minor spoiler for anybody who doesn't tune into next week's scenes. We do see. Spoiler alert. Thank you, Sean. Uh, we do see her at odds with Carrie talking about, um, you know, she, she's the reason why they even have a plan at this point, And you can see her yeah. talking back. But th- that's not even. I thought this in the middle of watching the episode. Okay. Well, no, fair enough. No, but I agree. I, I agree that she is definitely learning a lot and, and, and she is, you know, she has to, she has to stretch a lot with the people that are out there. And we heard that conversation with Quinn. She has to be a liar. She has to exploit people. Yeah, all I'll this. back it up mm-hmm. a little bit. I think she's going to get a little cocky. I think she mm, had these two cocky. validations from Quinn and you see what she says to Carrie and that we wouldn't have this if it wasn't for me. So I think you add these things together. She's going to get a little bit of a big head, maybe walk herself into or, or track somebody or think she can handle something because it's gone well for her so far. Mm. And then she gets herself in some hot doo doo. Hot doo doo. Okay, Lexi Hammersfar. Hot doo doo. Hot doo doo. I think that uh, we don't I, have a button for that, right? No hot doo doo. No, that's not. That's why we got to get one. We got to get a hot doo doo button. I'll yeah. record it. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Lexi. I think that the exchange where Carrie's freaking out and Quinn like shakes her and is like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. I think it's the transfer of Saul to Hakani from the people that took him. Okay, and so I think that. What whatever strike, mm. whatever shot she wants to take mm. is going to put Saul's life in jeopardy. Oh whether gosh. or not like whether or not Hakani is holding Saul and it's too risky, like how close they are together mm. or what, but I think it's gonna be something where Saul's life is at stake. She Whoa. read my mind. I like that. I'm gonna add I'm gonna add to that that I think Ayan's in there too. And I think it also shows that she's willing to bomb Ayan in this case too. I think it's gonna be incredibly heartless, but yeah, I think uh, I think that whole thing that we see about her fighting mm. is because someone, yeah, like Saul's at stake. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Saul. I, I think so too. I mean, so we're all on the same page as far as what we saw, possibly. For yeah, the following. I don't know if that's next week or maybe two weeks from now. I know Probably they try next to. Week. It seems like they sometimes do a montage of future scenes, just like well, they do a montage of previous scenes. Yeah, from but- episodes. So. I don't know. I think, yeah, obviously, they're, they're, the rest of the team is going to want to take Hakani out, and then they're going to see, I think, the whole drone queen thing is obviously going to come back around full circle to bite her yeah. in the butt. Yeah. You know, and now she doesn't want to pull the trigger. Yeah. She does, so, though, because she, she's she when says pull she the says, trigger. Yeah, take the shot. She's yelling. Yeah. But, was, but that's, does she? Yeah, yeah, she does. She yells, take the shot. She's and then that's when Quinn... Quinn's holding her, but we see Redmond's there, too, and he's not moving at all. He's just staying there. So I it's really it, curious. I think it just goes to show how... What if it's the dude? What if it's Dennis the Menace? And that's when she's like, take the effing shot, and Redmond's standing there. What if it's Dennis the Menace? Oh, if Dennis is in there, too? But how would Dennis have gotten kidnapped? And that would be weird to see Dennis in there. Maybe he's there. just there. He's just chilling with some Nobody cares about out. Dennis except for the ambassador. Yeah. I can't see <laughs> <With> the right. <rifle. laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't think it's the best. I mean, okay. Dennis, yeah, I, I think it's it Saul. Has to, it has to be Saul. That's the only person that makes sense for mm. that kind of erratic behavior from Carrie. Yeah. I just think it goes to show how much she thinks this is thinks of it as a job, and she's willing to put someone she cares about at risk to get the shot on the terrorist. I hope she gets pregnant. Yeah, I thought I kind of wondered about that if she's gonna get have another baby. Yeah, we, be, we talked about that a little bit last week, I think. Right? Yeah, next season did. could be nuts. She could have a bunch of <laughs> two children, kids. two kids every <laughs> every season. United Colors of Benetton oh, family would <laughs> be great. I'm just saying. I don't know. All right. But anyway, so okay, where can we find you guys till next time? 
<laughs> Ladies first. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Lexi Hammersfar. Hammersfar. Uh, you can find me at Danny Hoyt, D-A-N-N-Y-H-O-Y-T on literally everything. And you can find me at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L on Twitter and Instagram and here for The Walking Dead and Scorpion and Blacklist. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Club Thaddeus, GQJedi.com. Here also for Monday Night Football, America's Next Top Model, and How to Get Away with the Murder. Till next time after buzzers. Peace. Bye, Mom. Bye. Bye, Mom. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Buzz you later. later. Yeah, Bye, Danny's mom. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.